Welcome to the Fed Heads, a weekly podcast from Grant Thornton Public Sector. Join the Fed Heads, Robert Shea and Francis Rose, each week to talk about the arcana of government management and the people who are working hard every day to improve it. Welcome to a brand new episode of Fed Heads. I'm Francis Rose. And I'm Robert Shea. Now, let me tell you where all that energy came from. Was that energetic? Yes. Because we're all recharged. We've recharged our batteries with our little break in August and a little hiatus and vacation and all of that. So I'm revved and ready to go. Days, hours of self-care are now personified in the Fed Heads. Big self-care fan, I am. <laughs> big fan. I knew I knew, I, I knew that was a trigger. Yeah, big fan of self-care. Um, <laughs> you had a great break, it sounds like. We talked a little um, bit before we uh, turned the mics on about the vacation. Sounds like you had a great time. Yeah, we spent a week at the beach. It was a little weird. We were down a couple of daughters. Um, but <laughs> That's Hannah, an interesting way to phrase that. Yeah. We had we had one of our three daughters with us, but had a really relaxing time. The weather was beautiful. Emerald Isle, North Carolina. If you oh, there, no. I've never been there, but I've heard it's wonderful. And what about you? I went to Cooperstown, New York, the home of the Baseball Hall of Fame and uh, the home of Lake Otsego. And I did, if you... Go back to one of the previous episodes. I told the umpire Pete story. Yeah. Yeah, I right. hung out that with umpire, on, Pete. umpire Pete. He was great. He was terrific. We had a fun time. Uh, went out on his boat on Lake Otsego, which is just one of the most beautiful lakes I've ever been on in my life. And he's, as I described, a character. And we had a great time. He and his son, uh, another friend of his, a uh, woman that lives in the area, and we just hung out on the lake, enjoyed the sunshine. The weather was perfect. It was about 78 degrees, um, just about zero humidity. And it just couldn't have been a better time. I'm a big baseball nerd. I went to the Hall of Fame a couple times during the four days I was there. Yeah, Yeah, so I go in there, and I've been there probably a dozen times over the years. And... I didn't know what to expect because of COVID. So one thing they're doing differently there, like a lot of places, is you have to have an appointment to go in. You buy your ticket online and you buy it for a certain time and you have to show up. I think it's within 30 minutes of that time or something like that. So as I'm going in, one of the uh, staff is explaining to another visitor, yeah, we normally have, uh, I think he said 3,500 people through here on on, uh, on an average weekday. And today we're expecting 350. So I've never been there that I can ever remember so few people. And for a baseball nerd like me, that's about as good as it gets, you know, to get be able to get to any of the displays you want to get to and see anything that you want to see. And the actual, for anybody that's listening to this that's been there, if you've been there and you've seen this, I think you'll appreciate this. When I went into the room where the actual plaques for the Hall of Famers are, there were four other people in this room. I can't remember ever being in that room before when there were less than 50 or 100 people. It was really, it was really incredible. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I, you know, that, that's probably the experience of, of many of the museums that are now reopening, letting smaller audiences get in. So yeah. now you're back. So are you. A lot happened while we were away. No kidding. We've got two official party candidates, the 
Congress and the administration are constructively debating the next stimulus, I say facetiously. I was really happy to come back from vacation and see that they had worked that whole thing out. (laughs) And now we're looking at the barrel of the end of the fiscal year. Yeah, they got got the stimulus worked out. They got uh, all of the budget stuff worked out. So everything's looking great for the end of this month. What could possibly go wrong? Well, I, I do. I, I um, they've got a lot to get done in a short period of time. You know, the transition's in full swing. The stimulus, there's bipartisan agreement. The stimulus needs to be done, but just what's in it, and and how much money we're talking about. In any, in, in whoever wins that debate, it's going to be incredible amount of money. And then we've got to get a probably a continuing resolution that gets us through at least a little bit past the election, if not the new year. Agencies are owe their budgets in a few days to OMB. It's um, all all this being done while most of the country and including politicians and their staffs are working remotely. It'll be pretty wild to watch what happens. I didn't hear a lot of good news in that <laughs> in that synopsis of what happened while we were gone. Yeah, well, you're right. It is hard to articulate good news except that all of this will end someday. Not soon enough. That's right. To suit That's me. right. But I do think the, the work of the government's getting done. Probably see a lot of agencies looking at what's happened over the last six months, and they, in many cases, haven't missed a beat. Uh, in many cases, have a crushing workload. Look at Small Business Administration, Treasury, yep. Department of Labor, Department of Agriculture. All, you know, these agents, not to mention the health, industrial complex is just working tirelessly to treat and, and, and find a vaccine for the coronavirus. As bad as it seems, there's a story of heroism to be told, um, which I hope somebody tells. Could be a FedEx, FedHeads episode. Heroes of coronavirus. We could do a yeah. whole spinoff. We could. Like that show, we remember could. from Happy Days and Lenny and Squiggy got their own show? We could do the same thing. We could, but we would have to be Lenny and Squiggy. You may not be aware of it, but there are folks already who have argued that that's the case. <laughs> I, all some of our young listeners are Googling that, yeah. that, that, that as we speak. We so have, we're educating people. It's great we're educating that we have a new listeners. generation. It's great that we have young listeners. I'm skeptical of that fact, but I'll take your word for it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, what uh, of all of those things that you just listed... Can you prioritize them in order of importance for people that would listen to a podcast like this? Is the budget number one, you know, a CR and some kind of budget, I guess certainty is not the right word to apply to a CR scenario, but some... It's hard to pick, yeah. hard to pick. Ideally, I, ideally, you'd see consensus emerge on a stimulus that included a continuing resolution to get us through the end of the calendar year. All right. So we got a, you gave me a long list of things that I got to study up on now that I'm back in the saddle. Well, but stay relaxed. Channel. Yeah, all of those things that you just like, told like me. Channel like ego. Yeah, all that stuff you just told me, and then stay relaxed. Perfect. I'll get yeah. right on that. That just that chan- shouldn't be a chan- problem at all. Channel Uncle Pete. Um, umpire Pete. Uh, umpire Pete. Yeah. Uh, Uncle Pete. Um, <laughs> That's Channel right. umpire Pete, and it'll get you back to where you need to be. He's not old enough to be my uncle, actually. 
he's just a couple of years older than me. That's actually frightening when I think about it. Because when I first met the guy, I thought, wow, it's like my dad's age. Yeah, so you can't talk about all we've talked about and then bring up our ages for crying out loud. It's too depressing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, on Say that something note, optimistic. Say something optimistic. I'm, I'm out. I'm, I'm out of optimism. No, I don't have coronavirus. That's... That, and have not throughout the what course about, of the pandemic have not had coronavirus. So that's optimistic. What about this? Tune in. We'll be here next week. Well, of course we'll be here next week. Uh, you know, okay, uh, here's optim something optimistic. Um, Adam Hughes, your colleague. Love the man. Yeah, and the rest of the team that helped put the show together. Dewey Nguyen. Yes, Dewey. Uh, God help me. I, if I forgot her, I'd, I should have been fired did just an amazing job teeing up the lineup for us for September. Yeah. The world's greatest expert on presidential transitions is going to be on in a couple of weeks. Uh, the chief information security officer at one of the agencies that's doing some of the best work on cybersecurity in the entire federal government is coming up in a couple of weeks. Our friend Nick Hart, the Data Coalition. A repeat guest. Yes, yes. Despite the way that he was treated last time he was on, he's decided to come back again. It just It's a great lineup of people that we got coming. So please don't unsubscribe. Enjoy. I'm, I'm begging you. Please don't unsubscribe. And I'm just happy to see you again, my friend. Welcome. Great to have you back. Thanks for listening to The Fed Heads, brought to you by Grant Thornton Public Sector. All of the resources talked about during the episode are available in the episode description. We'd love to hear from you. Connect with us on Twitter at GT Public Sector to join the conversation. And don't forget to leave us a comment or review on iTunes or the Google Play Store.